Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. I want to take just a moment to remind you how important it is to think on paper. I talk about it all the time. It's so important, especially if you're someone who's easily distracted. You need a notebook with you at all times. This is where you jot down your best ideas. When you think on paper, all of that creativity flows and it it sends that message out to the universe. It's crazy the things that you can manifest when you put your ideas, your thoughts, your dreams, your intentions on paper. Whether you're looking for a very simple to use, effective day planner or a blank notebook to capture all of your brilliant ideas and brainstorms, the place to go is pushjournal.com. We've got blank notebooks as well as incredibly easy to use day planners. Like this is the day planner I created as someone who has ADHD who needed something super simple. We've got new designs, designs that have more blank pages or our classic push journal with a health tracker, as well as blank notebooks that are so cool. They're so adorable. Like it literally will tell people a little something about your personality when they see you writing in this notebook. Check them all out by going to pushjournal.com. Hey, what's going on? Welcome to this edition of Build Your Tribe. Can you believe that 2022 is almost over? It's crazy. I know I say that every year. I do feel like the older you get, the faster the years go by, faster the days go by. And 2022 is, well, I think it was certainly better than 2021. And I know that 2023 is going to be outstanding. It is going to be your best year yet. I know it's going to be my best year yet. We have a lot to look forward to. And believe it or not, I think some of those things are actually changes I anticipate we're going to experience and continue to experience in social media. Okay, listen, a lot of what I'm going to share with you today in my predictions for 2023 can be encapsulated in the fact that I lost a tooth today. Yeah. And then I made a video and I posted to Instagram. So click on the link at the top of our show description and you can watch that quick Instagram Reels video. I just documented it and it's crazy story and it's off niche and it's random and it's real. And yeah, then come back and listen to the trend report. The following are my 2023 social media predictions. And these are based on a lot of different factors. Number one, being a constant student of what I'm seeing on the multitude of platforms, which we're all using. It is having access to the top experts on each one of these platforms. It is the ability to pull our 12,000 members of the Marketing Impact Academy, our ability to, to pull and to regularly communicate with our over 2 million followers on Instagram and on Facebook, all the places. We are constantly polling, constantly asking, and then just constantly watching. I think one thing I like to pride myself on is being able to predict trends and seeing them before they become a trend is really critical for you as an entrepreneur. I think one of the greatest gifts, greatest skills that you can tap into as an entrepreneur is 
seeing trends. And I don't mean trends, I mean seeing patterns. Because it's like when you start to see patterns over and over and over again, and you're paying attention to that, that's how you're able to predict a trend before it's so obvious everybody knows about it. Like you could ask your dad's brother, hey, what do you think the latest trend is on Instagram? And he's going to tell you it's people pointing and dancing and lip syncing. And he's not an expert. Once a trend becomes so obvious, you've already missed the opportunity, the opportunity to jump on it and to set the trend or to be at the front of it, to be the one that people are watching, the one that people are talking about. So let's talk about some of those things. The first trend that I'm going to predict we're going to see a lot more of in 2023, just watch, you're going to mark my words, messy user-generated content. I think it's captivating. And so first, let me explain what I mean by messy user-generated content. You're going to see a lot more of this. And by the way, a lot of these trends are starting now on TikTok. TikTok is the place that people are going to who are sick of being hit over the head with the same thing over and over and over again on Facebook, on Instagram, and on YouTube. They're going to TikTok because it's refreshingly real. So that's where you can spot a lot of these patterns happening before they become trends. And one thing I've noticed advertisers are doing on TikTok is they're using really messy user-generated content. And what I mean by that is in the past, most brands were looking for content created by a micro-influencer, somebody with who's an actual customer of the brand, and they've created their own video. And that person probably created the video with the idea that the brand might use it in mind. In other words, it's very flattering. They hit all the right angles. They basically were selling it to us. There was product placement. There was a lot of curation involved. Messy user-generated content is almost accidental use. Let me describe an incredible example that I saw today. So I'm scrolling through TikTok and I stopped to watch this video because it's freaking hysterical. It is a product called the Power Pony. If you've ever seen the hoverboards that kids were crazy about and have been crazy about probably for the last five years, where they've got the wheels that light up and you can control it basically by your momentum, where you're leaning forward, the direction of your weight kind of propels the wheels forward. Well, the power pony is like a stuffed rocking horse, but instead of being on a rocking base, like a rocking chair base, it's on the base of wheels. And the front wheels are basically a hoverboard. <laughs> now combine a hoverboard on training wheels with toddlers. Are you already like, I need to see this video? So the particular video that I watched was, I don't know, maybe seven or eight seconds. And it looked like there were maybe two or three power ponies going 100 miles per hour around and around a lap in someone's home. So they had wood floors and you could see these, they're like three kids who were probably too old to be on the power ponies, like maybe, you know, like eight, nine and 10 year olds. And they're going a hundred miles per hour, like around in circles, like so fast and no helmets on. And you just know this is going to an accident waiting to happen. And as you're completely engaged in watching it, you can hear a mom laughing hysterically in the background in such a way that, you know, you start laughing too. And then there's the added plot twist. You see the toddler who's probably like three years old 
running as fast as she can behind the power ponies, which are probably her siblings on them, and she's screaming and crying and chasing after them. It's First of all, it's freaking hysterical. And I watched it, I don't know, like eight times because I couldn't stop laughing at how funny it was and also thinking, who do I know that I can buy this freaking thing for? It's awesome. So then, just to make certain, I was like, okay, is this what I think this is? Yes, this is what I would call messy user-generated content. It's unexpected. No one's going to anticipate that that's an ad because it doesn't feel like an ad. It feels like the kind of thing that we love to watch. It's messy. It's not intentional. Then I went back to Power Pony's social media page and I saw tons of other user-generated content that wasn't performing well at all. And it's the stuff where it's like a mom who knew she was going to tag Power Pony and was hoping that Power Pony would use her video where she's like, Hi, my daughter's favorite gift is her power pony. And then it flashes to the kid on her power pony. And she's like, I love that it makes noises. And she presses a little button and she's wearing a, you know, a little helmet to protect her. And then it flashes back to mom and mom's like, and one of the greatest things about power pony is she always wants to be outdoors. Now, these are all the features and benefits. And these are the things that we expect in ads, but they don't captivate us because we know we're being sold to. But just watching, I didn't need to know any of those things. I just wanted to know, is it pure chaos and fun? I'm sold. I want one. (laughs) I'm too big to ride one or maybe I'm not. But that is messy user-generated content. My sources close to the marketing team and the advertising department at TikTok tell me that these are the kind of ads that are blowing up. Like it's a ATM machine. Now, that's the thing with this kind of content. You can't create it. You can't make that happen. That requires that you as the brand are looking for this type of content and you've got to take a risk, right? That was a risky video to use as an ad. And I found the user who originally posted it and I'm seeing a ton of advertisers. I'm seeing this pattern on TikTok, which means it's going to be a trend for 2023, which leads me to my number two trend. And that is we're going to see a lot more small accounts getting big brand deals and a lot of collaborations between micro influencers, if that's what you want to call them, or just, you know, your average everyday, believable, authentic person who's got an audience that's trusted, the type of person who can create this fun kind of crazy. They're not creating it, they're documenting it. That leads to number three, the number three trend that we're going to see, and this is a big one in 2023, is we're going to see that curated content is going to take a nosedive. What do I mean by that? I mean the stuff that it's so obvious you put a lot of thought into it. There's a lot of planning, a lot of preparation. There's a lot of editing. There's not a lot that feels in the moment. There's not a lot that feels real about it. It's almost predictable because it's the type of content you curate. It's the boss babe morning routine videos like First, I make my coffee and then I wash my face and, you know, everything, the product placement and it's so curated, it just doesn't feel real. What we're going to see a lot more of is documented life, like things that just were accidentally documented and it's real and it's raw and it wasn't staged and it wasn't thought through and it wasn't planned out and there weren't bullet points and camera angles. It's just real and it's raw and it's just a documentation of your day or a documentation of 
of something like, for example, the messy user-generated content that I mentioned as the number one trend. That's the result of someone just documenting what's going on. That user did not curate it. They documented it. So I predict one of the biggest changes you're going to see in 2023 is that curated content is not going to perform very well. And accidental documented content is going to blow up, which leads me to number four. The number four trend we're going to see in 2023 is a huge and sudden drop off like a cliff of trending sounds and just trends in general on social media platforms. What do I mean by trends? Am I talking about lip syncs and dancing and pointing? Sure. I'm also talking about things where we see a lot of content creators copying each other, where there's a particular style or a particular trend, if you will, that just everyone's doing it. Like everyone, for example, was doing story time with a makeup brush, right? Like, so they're telling a story and they're also putting on their makeup. Well, that's been overdone. So that is also a trend. And when you start to see the pattern over and over and over again, it becomes a trend. And for a while there, that made it easy for people who weren't creative. It's like, well, I don't have to come up with something unique. I can copy the trends. In 2022, you could blow up by simply copying a trend. You didn't have to credit the originator. I mean, you just said, oh, that's what they're doing. So I'm going to do the same thing. You would actually hear creators make a video and they would say, well, I'm jumping on the footloose trend. Like the footloose trend was this like little dance thing that people were doing on Instagram and on TikTok. And it was based on the footloose movie. The trend became so popular that eventually Kevin Bacon actually even jumped in on the trend with his wife. I think he said he injured himself doing it, but we've all fallen into this trap before where we watch one video. Remember, I could be brown, I could be blue, I could be violet sky. Remember that trend? And you probably watched a couple of those videos and then you kept watching more and more and more and then suddenly your feed was populated with the same trend and maybe you don't know the trend I'm talking about, but I'm certain there was some trend that you watched tons of people doing that exact same trend and now when you see another person doing a trend that you've already watched, you scroll through it. Generally speaking... The average person is no longer curious or interested to watch 10 people's take on the same trend. We're like, yeah, yeah, I get it now. Now we want to see original. We want to see original content that doesn't feel curated. It feels documented. This can be good news or it can be bad news depending on how you look at it. Like this is great news if you yourself find yourself feeling stifled when you're following trends you like your original ideas you believe in what you have to say you're a good storyteller you hate having to copy other people and so you're excited about this because you're confident this is bad news for those of you who are like oh man i'm not creative i don't have the belief in myself or my voice or my storytelling or my my own take on things i really loved how easy it was to just copy the trend so f- for those of you who are in that later group this is going to be a little tougher you're going to have to put yourself out there and drop the self-doubt and just be who you were and who you are authentically because that's the thing when we're just following trends No one really knows who you are, what you stand for, whether we can trust you, what you're about. All that we can assess is that you're good at copying the trend. And it doesn't tell us anything. Listen, you need more followers. If you want more customers, you need more leads. In order to get more leads, one of the easiest 
best ways to do that is with Instagram. There are billions of users. You just need to know how to attract the ones who want what you have. Brock and I have helped thousands of people just like you grow their account from like 150 people to 5,000, 10,000, 50,000, even half a million followers. We want to help save you time and make you money by finding the customers who want what you have. When you join Insta Clubhub, your monthly membership entitles you to two live interactive trainings per month. They're insane. In addition to that, you can log in at any time and watch hundreds of quick, tiny tutorials, each of which are designed to help you grow your Instagram, reach more customers, and do so as quickly as possible. I want to invite you to check it out. Just go to instaclubhub.com. You don't even have to remember that. While you're listening to the show, just scroll down right now over the show notes. You will see that there's a link there to Insta Club Hub. You can actually click on that while you're listening to the show and enter your email address to learn more. It's that simple. All right. That leads me to the number five 2023 trend that we're going to see, and that is exceptional storytelling. Obviously, short videos are still going to pop off. But I think what's going to really solidify and surprise us in 2023 are these people who can tell an honest, authentic, real story, and it's real, and that's what makes it good. It's not that they're a polished storyteller. It's not that they're a public speaker. It's not that they've chosen the right words and the right verbiage and they've edited it down. It's just a captivating, real, honest story. And I think we're going to see a lot more of those. And and we're going to see that create a trend where videos hold our attention longer. I think a lot of us, we can feel the chaos. We can feel like it's not good for us how short our attention span has become. I know I feel that way. And I see this as a pattern. I hear people saying it it makes them feel empty to watch a four-second video and then skip to a a six-second video and then skip to a nine-second video. And your emotions and what you're taking in is like all over the place. It feels very hard to be present. And I think we're going to see a backlash against that. I think that we crave connection and it is impossible to connect with anyone or anything with a four-second video. Which leads me to my number six, 2023 social media prediction. And it is this, quality over quantity. So in 2021 and, and really even in 2020, the people who grew their accounts the fastest were the people who were willing and able and dedicated and determined to to grow quickly by committing to an in, almost unsustainable amount of content creation. Meaning in order to blow up your account on TikTok or on Instagram, you had to post you know, a minimum of three times per day, some people six to 10 times per day. And they were really focused on quantity over quality. Why? Because it works. I mean, it's what we were teaching in Insta Clubhub. It's, and it's, it still works. It's a numbers game, right? So the more you post, the more likely you are to be seen by other people. But here's why you're going to see a shift in this trend in 2023. These creators are burnt out. They can't sustain this. You're seeing them like taking long breaks from social media platforms. I can't even tell you how many popular creators I have seen have mental health breakdowns and have to leave their platforms and seek mental health treatment, go into inpatient treatment. I can't even tell you how many people I've seen experience this. And it is because it's not healthy and it's not sustainable. That's the first reason why I think we're going to see a trend to 
quality. I think a lot of these creators, the ones who have the self-awareness and self-preservation to recognize that it's not helping them to go deep. They're growing wide, but they're not growing deep. And because these people are, they're the leaders, right? They're, they're the people in social media that we're all watching in an effort to create self-preservation. They're going to start posting a lot less. It's there. You're going to see some of these creators posting once a day, maybe once a week when it's something that's really profound and really real. And they feel like I need to talk about this as opposed to, okay, I have to create yet another stupid short video. And because these are the folks that we look to as the leaders in social media, they're going to set that trend. Even it's going to be unintentional, but it's going to happen because they're just burned out and trying to stay healthy mentally. And those who are more consumers of social media will add to this trend. In 2023, we are going to see a continued rise in the number of people who just completely delete social media platforms, or they get very aggressive about deleting the people that they're following because they're getting too much content. And they're going to start being very intentional about the few accounts that they're looking at. And if they're looking at just a few accounts, and those few accounts that they're following are posting three, five, six times a day, there's no way you just can't produce quality content, you know, more than once a day. I'm sorry, you can't. And so the users are going to fatigue from getting all of this just inundated with tons of content that is, again, just quantity over quality. And so both of these two things are going to contribute to a desire that we all have, both the creators and the consumers, for more quality over quantity. My number seven trend that I would like to predict, and this is not a, a surprise, I don't think, is that TikTok is going to continue to dominate. We are seeing people from Facebook, <laughs> leaving Facebook, going to Instagram, and then getting bored on Instagram and going to TikTok. We see people leaving YouTube and going to TikTok. Like everyone's kind of saying, I want real. And that is why TikTok is dominating. TikTok is dominating because of their algorithm, because it's really, truly so advanced at serving up what it is we find interesting, captivating, riveting, entertaining. Right behind TikTok, I think, is YouTube Shorts. And YouTube Shorts feels like a completely different platform from YouTube. And if you've never figured out how to make you know YouTube work for you, but you like short form videos, you like this idea of authenticity, you like this idea of documentation over curation, YouTube Shorts and TikTok, I think that's where we're going to see some some people really pop off that things weren't working for them on other platforms. And in terms of platforms, I think Instagram needs to fix itself. Because right now, there's a whole bunch of people there who it's like putting up with that boyfriend who you know, you're kind of sick of each other and you've outgrown each other, but you're also you've got you're like holding out hope that they're going to change. <laughs> I think that Instagram needs to self-correct very quickly and stop trying to be all of the things and stop introducing new features and, you know, new benefits every two seconds. Like Instagram needs to simmer down now and stop trying to be OnlyFans and stop trying to be TikTok and stop trying to be YouTube and stop trying to be like all of these things. And they just they need to scale back. It's almost like they less is more. And TikTok is 
going to need to make those changes. The good news is it's so complicated and it's still an incredible advertising source. So people still want to be on Instagram. I mean, there's no better platform at the moment for monetizing a business than Instagram. That's the one thing that TikTok is missing. Like TikTok in terms of advertising is great, right? If, if you're willing to run ads, but it is so much easier to sell on Instagram because the people with money are still there. They're still spending the majority of their time on Instagram, but it's more on Instagram stories. So, I mean, for personal reasons, it's good news for me and for Brock that Instagram is constantly introducing these changes and it they're frustrating and people can hardly figure them out because that's what we do with Insta Club Hub, right? Like we figure that out for people. But if I'm being completely honest and transparent, it's a pain in the butt. And if Instagram doesn't fix itself soon, people are just going to be frustrated and say like, it's not worth it to me to not be able to figure this guy out. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, but if you are frustrated in that way, you know, here's my plug for Insta Club Hub. Okay, moving on. My number eight prediction is that we're going to see comeback platforms. What am I talking about? I'm talking about platforms that you were like, oh yeah, that's nothing new. I haven't even thought of, I don't do anything on Pinterest. Yeah, I think that a lot of people are at a point now where they're just ridiculously frustrated with TikTok or really frustrated with YouTube or insanely frustrated with Instagram. Like things have been bleak for a while. And I think a lot of us are going to look back on other platforms. Just take a peek at Pinterest and check out how easy it is to dominate there because nobody's thinking about Pinterest. And now Pinterest has video and statistically speaking, no one's using it. So when you log on to a platform, which is 98% of users are posting static content, and you log into that page, and there's one video, where do you think your eyes go? Yeah, so I think we're going to see comeback platforms like Pinterest, Snapchat, and LinkedIn. My number nine prediction for the trends of 2023 in social media is that there is a growing impatience on the part of consumers for brands to respond to their customers. And here's what I mean by that. The consumer today wants complete and total transparency and authenticity, not just from the brand, but from the brand's CEO. And they aren't waiting four or five days. Like you can have a social media PR nightmare on your hands if you wait and think that things are just, the dust is going to settle. No, the dust is going to swell and it gets worse and it gets bigger and it gets bigger. And this is, again, one of those patterns that I've watched in 2022 where brands don't have a social media PR plan in place. And so when there is a catastrophe, a nightmare, a disaster, a crisis, which is going to happen, you know, almost any brand, it can happen from miscommunication. It can happen from timing. Like, for example, I forget what company it was that sent out an email to like millions of subscribers and it was their number one meatloaf recipe. But get this, they sent it out on the day that the lead singer of the band Meatloaf had died. And luckily, they jumped in front of it. So the moment they started were listening, social listening to their 
consumer base and hearing people talking about like how insensitive it was that they had sent this email out, they immediately responded with an apology email. Balenciaga, on the other hand, waited too long to respond. And then their response was to point the finger at someone else and not take personal responsibility. And because of it, they turned a social media crisis moment into a brand catastrophe that they may not be able to recover from. And now this catastrophe has spread and it's touching sister brands and other brands associated with the parent brand of Balenciaga. I won't get too much into that, but Today, consumers want an immediate response, immediate accountability on behalf of brands and CEOs. And my final prediction for 2023, actually, it's not my final because I I do have a little bonus one in here. It's like half of a prediction. It's one I'm not as confident on, but it's something I want you to watch. But let's finish, I should say, with number 10. So the number 10 2023 trend that I'm predicting is that there's going to be greater authenticity and transparency. We're going to see more realness. And I don't mean curated transparency because that is also on our last nerve. If I see one more YouTube apology video, I'm going to poke my own eyeballs out. You know the deal. Like the trend had been, okay, in order to show up authentically, I need to wear minimal makeup, I need to kind of, like I need to still be attractive, but I need to look like I'm not wearing as much makeup today. Maybe a sweatshirt, not dressed up. Maybe it should look like my face is a little splotchy, like I've been crying. And I need to start the video as if I've just like, just pulled myself together to make this apology video. And it's supposed to feel authentic and it's supposed to feel transparent, but it feels fake, phony, and curated. It's a freaking trend. It's not real. People can sniff that out. They don't like it. And we're quick to point it out. You will see just tons of videos dissecting like frame by frame, the inauthenticity of these videos made by content creators, where they're trying to curate authenticity. And we were falling for it at first, but now people can sniff it out. And there's a real backlash against, you know, YouTubers and people on Instagram and even on TikTok where you know, the sleuths can figure out that this stuff, it was set up and you coached your kid to say that you had a camera sitting there. Why did you have a camera sitting there when you're going to confront your child? Why was there a, a camera placed in the, you know, like it's fake authenticity and we are too smart for that. And there's going to be a real backlash against any content creator who continues to make these like set up videos and trying to pass them off as being like transparent or authentic when it's very obviously curated. It's not real. And consumers of social media have caught on to it. So there's not just going to be a greater demand for authenticity and transparency. There's going to be a higher standard. We're just not buying the phony tears video that you, you know, did four or five takes on. Like, huh? No, we're not buying it. All right. So my final prediction. I'm not as confident in this one, but I do think it's one to watch. And that is the Be Real platform, especially if you want to market and reach those in the demographic of age 10 to 23, 25, Gen Z. Now, before you're like, oh, I don't really need to reach Gen Z, you might not need to reach them for your business. Maybe they're not your ideal customer, but I'll tell you what Gen Z is. Gen Z 
is the pattern. It's where you need to watch the patterns. Everything that's happened in social media for you, whatever age you are, whether you're a millennial or Gen Y or Gen X, what we think is groundbreaking was something that Gen Z was already doing like two years ago. Gen Z content is not curated. It is not staged. It's glimpses. It's no makeup. It's realness. It's poor lighting. It's documentation of their lives. And so if you really, really want to be ahead of the trends, watch the patterns, watch what Gen Zers are doing on social. I'm not saying you need to copy exactly what they're doing. Like I, I look at the content that my, my daughter posts and people who are Gen Z posts and I'm watching those patterns. It doesn't make sense for me to copy it exactly. Like I'm not even confident enough to to make my content that messy, if you will, or that just like, it almost looks like they don't care. Do you know what I mean? Like I'm not there yet, but I am allowing that to influence my content and, and it's helping. Like it's actually got me more excited about posting because I'm like so sick of these stupid trends and I'm like this is not who I am. Like I want to tell stories and I want, I want to talk and I want to teach. And, you know, but I haven't been, I've been following the trends. I've been following what it supposedly works for everybody else. But again, if you're creative, it can make you feel uninspired. Like this is not authentic to me. This is not what I want to do. And I found myself posting less and less and less and just trying to go deeper on stories. And I, and then watching myself, watching the patterns emerge with other people, talking to people who are regular consumers of social media and them saying the same things. Like I hate looking at the feed posts on Instagram. It's so fake. It's so stupid. It's so useless. It's so for most of the stuff that I'm seeing, it's just it's either not real, it's uninspiring, it's unrelatable, it's not helpful, but I, I love watching the stories. It's on stories where I can find that things are more real, more authentic, more relatable, more interesting. And that's also where I have more leeway in creation and not creation in posting, I guess, because it's not curated. It's just documented. I'm just documenting who I am and what I think and what I want to recommend and what I want to talk about on my stories. And so in the last couple of weeks, I've just been realizing like, what do I care? I, I don't need to grow more and I'm not willing to grow more if it means I, I'm uninspired and don't enjoy doing it. So I'm just going to start being real. So you can click the link right at the top of our show notes, right in the show description. I put a link to my Instagram account. You know what I'll do? I'll put a link to my most recent reel that I did today. And I lost a tooth. You guys, I friggin' lost a tooth. And it was crazy. And I was like, this is so embarrassing. But it's so imperfect and it's so messy. I'm going to post about it. And so I did. So check out that video because it's blowing up and there's nothing curated about it. <laughs> like I just told the story about how I lost my tooth today. <laughs> and now I had to go to the dentist. And does that have anything to do with my niche? Nope. Does that have anything to do with selling anything? Nope. It's just me showing up as who I am authentic and real and transparent. And it was what I wanted to do. And it was fun. And I'm just social listening. I'm listening to what other people are saying they're sick of, and what they want to see more of. And those are my predictions for 2023. Let me know what you think. I mean, maybe you disagree with all these. Maybe some of them you agree with. I'd love to hear your feedback. So hit me up on IG because that's where I'm the busiest. I need to spend some more time on TikTok. But like, you know what? You can only do so much. And I, I've really 
I have an obligation to know Instagram inside and out. So that's where I'm spending the majority of my time. You don't have to be a master of all these platforms. Pick one and go deep. But don't be a trend follower. Be a trend setter. Let me know what you think, all right? So hit me up on Instagram. All right, it is my goal to be brief, to be bright, to make it fun, and then be done. I'll talk to you on Tuesday. When facing a family law matter, it can feel like an overwhelming and never-ending court process. It's vital to know that things will look better on the other side if you hire legal counsel with the skill and compassion to help. At Stangy Law Firm, we represent clients in difficult family law matters every day. Visit FamilyLawRepresentation.com to schedule your consultation. That's FamilyLawRepresentation.com. Stangy Law Firm, here to help you rebuild your life. Stangy Law Firm has an office in Wichita. Kirk Stangy, 120 South Central Avenue, Suite 450 Clayton, Missouri.